Jason Brown, how do I invest in the stock market or trade in the stock market without losing any money? That is a question that I get often, but I'm going to dive into how you can invest without losing any money or minimizing it, at least in the real question that you should be asking instead of how do I do it without losing any money? Let's modify that question and change the mindset so that you don't sit on the sidelines and you can get in the game and actually start investing. Let's get into it. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you wanna invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you wanna enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you wanna take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risk. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. When I first started investing in the stock market, I remember taking $2,000 to a well-known bank and I opened up, I guess, what would be considered a mutual fund with them. The reason I went to the bank is because I was asking the question that most of us ask, which is how do you invest without losing any money? And at the time, what I thought was that the quote unquote professionals don't lose money. I thought like many of you, you know, or many of us, I thought they went to school for this. They have a degree in this. They have a license in this. So they must know more about the stock market than me. And so I'm going to give my money over to them and let them invest because I don't want to lose any money. I mean, how else do I invest without losing any money other than to give it to the professionals? I mean, they wouldn't be professionals if they lost money, right? Wrong. When I came back about two years later, my $2,000 had turned into $700. I had found out that they lost $1,300 of my money. Now, this was depressing for a few different reasons. Number one, I thought the professionals don't lose money and they lost my money. Number two, I also lost time. I mean, here I am thinking in two years, I'm going to come back to all this growth, all of this money only to find out I lost $1,300. And then number three is not only did I lose $1,300, not only did I lose time and didn't learn, uh, I, I lost time. But the third thing is I didn't learn anything. I don't know what they invested in. I don't know why they invested in it. And I don't know why it lost my money. And so that bothered me. And it was at that moment that I realized the question isn't really how do I invest and not lose money? Because investing has inherent risk. If anyone had the crystal ball and knew 100% of the time that when they put money out in the stock market, they were going to make money, they'd be uh, not just a billionaire, but a gazillionaire because they'd be selling the crystal ball. They'd be selling those magical stock picks. And so what I realized, the real question that we should be all asking ourselves is not how do we invest and not lose money, but how do we invest and minimize the losses and increase the probability that we will make money. 
So once I started to ask those two questions and say, all right, they lost money. I could have lost my own money, but how do I do this and increase the probability that I'll be right? And when I'm wrong, how do I minimize it? Because I don't think anybody at the bank was like, let's minimize these losses for Jay. I mean, they lost over 50% of my money. Like they didn't have a, like, if we lose 10% or 20% rule, we're going to switch him out of these investments and put them in something else. No, they just lost 50% of my money. And the best advice they can give me was just, you know, you're in this for the long haul. Just wait. It'll eventually come back. I'm like, screw that. How do you know when it'll eventually come back? And how do I even know I'm in the right stuff if the stuff y'all put me in is down over 50%. And so when I started to study like probability and statistics of the stock market, I realized that there were patterns in the stock market and there were these levels called support and resistance. Now, support is where a stock is considered to be oversold and that people, the market investors like to come in and start to buy up shares. Resistance is that level where a stock may be overbought, meaning it's overextended, is running ahead of its earnings report, Um, It's becoming overvalued and the risk is that the company may not deliver on its sales or revenue goal. And so therefore, because of that risk, people start to take profit or take some money off the table. And so once I realized that it changed everything for me, because now I had a guide to tell me where do people like the stock? And where do people like to sell it? Or should I say, where do people like to buy the stock and where do people like to sell it? And so once I understood that, I understood that if I could wait for those opportune times, then I would have a higher probability that if I waited to when the stock returned to a lower number to where people liked it again, I had a greater opportunity or probability that if I bought, invested or traded right at that point, good chance that the stock will go higher. And then there were certain levels where you ever have a stock and you're like, you're up a thousand dollars and you're like, I want to make $2,000. And then it turns around on you and you lose all the money or you give back the thousand you were up and then you start to go negative. And and, and, And that happened to me. But what I realized was there was that resistance level where even though I wanted to make $2,000, the stock wasn't going to go past that point where people started to sell it off. And so once I realized that, I understood that it didn't matter that I wanted to make $2,000. This stock was only capable of making me $1,000 unless I were to put more money into it and buy more shares. But with the shares I had, the stock was only capable of making me $1,000 because I could see on the chart where the stock would turn around and hit resistance. And so the first thing that you want to be thinking about when you ask, how do I increase the probability that I will be right? Because we don't know 100% of the time that we'll be right. But how do you increase the probability of being right? I'm telling you the key and the thing that changed it all for me was learning how to read stock charts, learning how to determine support and resistance, or as I like to call it, the best time to buy and the best time to sell. Now, just because it's the best time to buy and sell doesn't mean that we'll always be right. But what that does is leads me into the second question, which is how do I minimize the risk? And so I increased the probability by buying and selling at the best times to buy and sell based on the charts. But then I minimize my risk because I would learn these different strategies that say, okay, 
what happens if the stock goes against me? And I believe that's a question that everyone should have in their arsenal. See, most brand new people and even some seasoned vets, they come into this game and when they buy their first stock, they buy their first trade, their first investment, they only think, I'm going to make a ton of money. They never stop and say, well, what if this trade, investment, stock, market, what if it goes against me? And so once I identified the best time to buy and sell, I would ask myself the second question, which is, what if this goes against me? Meaning, how do I minimize the loss? And so there's two things that came out of asking that question. I want to give you those two things here today. We developed what we call my I'm wrong level. And that just simply says, hey, I believe the stock is going to do this. I believe the stock is going to go up. But if I'm wrong, then it breaks through this price point or it turns around and falls through this price point. That's my I'm wrong level. I was wrong about the stock. I'm going to cut my loss short and get out. And that's what the bank didn't do for me. The bank didn't say, hey, Jay, what's your I'm wrong level? Or we have an I'm wrong level for you. The bank just said, if we're wrong, hey, tomatoes, tomatoes. He just, you know, got to wait like everybody else. And so I realized that I had control over my account. Once I took it into my own hands and I could say, if I'm wrong, I only want to lose 20 percent. I only want to lose 15 percent if I'm wrong versus being down 50 percent. And the only advice I could get was just wait it out. You're down like everybody else. I don't want to be down like everybody else. I want to be up when everybody else is down. And when everybody else is up, I want to be up even more. And I know that sounds greedy, but I mean, that's what this game is about. I don't want average returns like the average person because the average person doesn't read stock charts. The average person doesn't know the best times to buy and sell. So I figured if I can do what the average person doesn't either know how to do or doesn't want to do, I can get an above average return. Now, let's talk about what happens if the stock breaks through your I'm wrong level. So again, instead of saying, how do I invest and not lose money? When you learn how to read charts, you can determine best time to buy, best time to sell. And then you can also determine your I'm wrong level so you can minimize your loss. But here's the powerful point about knowing your I'm wrong level. See, inside of Power Trades University, where we work with our students, one of the things we teach them is that if it's not going up, then it's going down. And if it's not going down, then it's going up. And what that simply means is if you buy a stock that you thought was going to go up and turns around and breaks through your I'm wrong level, well, it's going down now. But what we've learned is that if it's going the opposite way, we don't just sit at it and stare and hope and pray that it turns around and starts going higher. No, 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 no. We can then start to bring in strategies like put options to either protect our account or we can start making money from the stock falling. And once I learned this, it changed everything. You see, one portion of minimizing the amount of money that you can lose is reading the stock charts, determine the best time to buy and sell, and then also setting the I'm wrong level where you're going to get out and cut your loss if it goes against you. That's one portion of minimizing your loss and increasing the probability that you would be right. The other portion is knowing how to make money in the other different directions that the market can move, which is down is one of the directions because it doesn't always go up. And once I added those two pieces together, 
I became dangerous because now when the market is falling, I have another piece of the puzzle that can increase my chances or probability of making money or being right. Because, hey, if it's not going up, it's going down. Well, if you don't know how to use put options, which allow you to profit from a stock falling, then all you're left with doing is taking that 10 or 20 percent loss and then sitting on the sideline and waiting for things to turn around and start to go higher. Now, that is a game plan for some people. But again, that puts you in the average. And if you want to be above average, you say, not only do I know how to make money from it going up, not only can I cut my loss when it's going against me so that I'm not losing as much as the person who's just letting it sit in the bank and has a philosophy of just don't look at it. But I can not only look at it, I can cut that small loss and I can roll over into put options and start making money from the stock falling. And that is the key to being a profitable trader. That is the key to being a confident trader. I want you to think about it like driving a car. Every time you get in a car, there is no guarantee that you won't run into construction. There's no guarantee that you won't get into a car accident. But but when you get in that car, you say, hey, if I run into construction, I can go left. I can go right. If I run into something that's blocking the road in front of me, I can put it in reverse and go backwards. And if all else fails, I have insurance on myself and the car. So if I get into a car accident, it'll pay me out and make me whole again. That's the same thing that put options provide for the stock market. It says, hey, I believe the stock market is going up, but if it's not, I know how to take a small loss and get out, but I have put options which mean I can start to make money from the stock falling so I can go reverse. I can go the opposite way and still make money. That is the power position to be in. So as we get ready to wrap this up, I want you to remind, I want you to ask yourself these two questions. Instead of saying, how do I invest? How do I trade without losing money? I want you to ask yourself, how can you put yourself in a position where the probability is in your favor that when you buy or sell, that you're most likely going to make money. And I believe that the best way to do that is by learning how to read stock charts. And if you don't know how to do that, I want you to reach out to me and my team and see how we can help you. We have courses, we have programs where you can trade along with me or I send out alerts, but don't just sit there on the sideline doing this by yourself. I always say a trader at loan is a trader alone is a trader at risk. All right. And then I want you to ask yourself when the market, when the stocks are falling and going against you and going the opposite way, which is they're going down now. How can I put myself in a position where I'm not just sitting here watching it going down and I'm not just going to get my hair done or going to the barbershop with everybody else and complaining and saying, you lost money today? Yeah, me too. But how can I be in a position where I say, oh, no, I'm actually making money every second, every penny, every 50 cents that the stock or the market falls, I'm actually getting paid. When I tell people that they kind of look at me like I'm crazy. Like, well, how does that work? How can you make money from stocks falling? Put options are the answer. And if you don't know how to use put options, if you don't know how to use options, period, I believe that you are missing out. And that is one of the frustrations with your trading, one of the frustrations with your investments and one of the frustrations of why you're not getting the return on your investment that you think you should be getting. 
So again, if you want to know how to read charts, if you want to know how to use put options correctly, because there's a lot of information on YouTube and out there, but do you know how to use them correctly? From a concept standpoint, you may be like, great, I buy a put, but do you know what strike price to buy, what expiration date and when to buy it? If you don't know the keys to those three, then you're just gambling. All right. And the stock market doesn't have to be gambling. It could be strategic and methodical to put the odds in your favor that you'll come out profitable majority of the time. So let me know in the comments, are you going to start asking yourself the real question, which is how do I minimize the risk? And are you going to learn how put options work? Let me know in the comments. Do you trade put options or not? I want to hear from you. I'll see you on the next episode.